Welcome, everyone. Tonight we have Scott and Christina Green from Trading Post Pickers with us from Greenville, Tennessee. We're going to be talking about the exciting world of resale and all the advantages and disadvantages to it. Welcome, guys. Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks for having me. Hey. Hi. Good to see y'all. Hi there. Good yeah, to see good you. Wonderful. So, how's the weather in Tennessee? Yes. Better today? Yeah. It's warmer. Cool. Great. Yeah. Great. I see Tammy shaking her head also. It, it is. I'm here. I'm agreeing with them. Yes. <laughs> it was beautiful here in Florida today. It was 75, so it's sunshiny. Nice. So we'll, we'll just rub it in for you. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, so Scott and Christine, this is Tammy. Tammy, yes. Scott and Hi. <laughs> nice to meet you, Scott and Christina. I've heard wonderful things from Dwayne and Daryl about you all. Don't believe in I can't wait to meet you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, and, and we do follow you on uh, Facebook as well as all your estate sales that you post, and that's very helpful. Yes. Oh, thank you all. You're very sweet. I appreciate that. So that's wonderful. I'm happy so, yeah, to in see case you guys don't know, Tammy is in charge of Northeast Tennessee State Sale Treasures, where she lists all the weekly estate sales and for the, what's going on with them and who's having what. And, all the secrets about that so and scott and christina they are a youtube channel called trading post pickers that we'd like for you guys to like and subscribe to because it's a wonderful little uh, podcast they do there and of course daryl and i we're just flunkies <laughs> <laughs> wow i love it so guys uh let's just jump right into this and get going here so um how long have you guys been doing reselling with eBay and things? Uh, I started around uh, just before COVID and um, I was in a car accident, so I couldn't do my job with FedEx anymore. So what I did was I used the word allowed and that's, that's the way I see it. She may not see it, but she allowed me to do it to try <laughs> to make some extra money to come in. And I wanted to bust my butt to where we could survive off of eBay itself uh, so she could get away from, her being in retail she's been in retail forever so yeah. i wanted to let her enjoy it just as much as i did so uh she's been in it for about a year and a half two years now about two years over two okay. years because we've been here for almost two years so okay yeah so basically resale has been a, a means for you guys to overcome a, a disability in your life yes yes yeah yes. Great. Almost kind of like for both of us, because just before his car accident, I had blown my neck out at work. And so oh, wow. I was out of work for three months as well. Um, some people get, you know, matching <laughs> tattoos or matching. Yeah. Matching, matching tattoos. tattoos. We got matching yeah. scars on our necks. So um, oh, I still oh, have herniated discs. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. And I have one, too. <laughs> so, hey. <laughs> So Tammy, you're left out here. Yes, I am. I feel sorry for all of you because I, I still I have degenerative disc and scoliosis real bad, but I haven't had any surgeries. So I wouldn't wish back pain on anybody. No, no, never, no, never, never. So yeah, it's it's better that we both don't do really much physical work anymore because who knows i could blow out another disc or something and mm -hmm. wind up being in the same yes. spot all over again and right. uh, so 
now we do this and love every minute uh, that's why you started reselling right to get away from all those kind of jobs right mm -hmm. yeah it was a uh to a get away from the, the fedex the and the retail mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was a means to supplement the income okay. um, and she now, was putting in a lot of hours as the store manager yeah and uh, i felt bad because i was basically taking days off and going to the flea market and yard sales and loving life and she had to go punch a clock every day and it just it just wasn't right well yeah an imaginary clock because when you're management you know there's no time Never. clock your salary so you're there <laughs> you're there yes exactly you're there and you know someone calls out you're still there exactly and and yeah. you've got to be there <laughs> yeah right. and it was it wasn't like big box retailer i mean it was um wasn't like small box. it was more like tuesday morning um bells outlets or up here they call them burks or something like that and it wasn't yes. like you know it, it, it was those types of retailers and i liked them because they were more personable with your clients and stuff like that and it was more streamlined i didn't have such a big uh i think my my brain a big, st a big staff to take control of yeah thank staff. you my staff i <laughs> but at one point i did have a four million dollar store i did have 25 uh to 30 staff members so i i did have a lot of responsibility a lot you know mm -hmm. a high volume but mm -hmm. um right yeah so i could do both sides of the fence there right right and that that actually okay. prepared you for reselling on ebay didn't it yeah it, it definitely gave her a head start yeah yeah i know what things sell for i know what to look for what's gonna sell what's not gonna sell right 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 so so what what is what is the difference that you all see between picking from uh items to resale from an estate sale versus uh, a yard sale um with an estate sale i feel like it's better quality um and it's all condensed all in the one building mm -hmm. but it might be a little bit higher cost compared to a yard sale you may drive all day long and not find a whole lot but if you do you can get it at a cheaper price right yeah but you find your better quality stuff at estate sales i think so yes oh for sure yeah. especially for in sure, my yeah. world yeah with my silverware and housewares um mm -hmm. pots pans better quality right for sure right so right. how many different platforms do you sell on just ebay oh, just ebay yeah we have so much stuff uh last year we didn't know how to prepare for a winter for reselling because we moved up here from florida so we didn't really have a whole lot to get us through this year i think we overplanned because <laughs> we still have <laughs> half to three quarters of a six by ten enclosed trailer still full so wow. um, oh, wow. but we weren't going to get caught with our pants down this year like we did last year so um <laughs> my pants weren't <laughs> so um, <laughs> definitely a learning curve from florida to here and also the items from different locations change too, it seems like. Uh, down in right. Florida, I'm I sure. tour all day long compared to up here, it's more her realm. 
Right. Also, we have so much stuff. Um, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> branching out to other um, platforms because I will forget. If something sells, I'll, I'll know I tell myself I'm going to delete it later and I'll completely forget. Right. So we have so much stuff. We're just concentrating getting everything on eBay. And then later on, we might branch out. You, what platforms would you maybe sell on? Um, well, there's Mercari, there's Etsy, there's Poshmark. There's a couple other minor ones out there. Um, I do know our friends at Reseller Information Network. They have um, their own store now on district.net. It's called One Stop Shop. And they basically run it and okay. they have a bunch of people that come on their store and sell, sell their items on their store. So which, we'll, we'll branch out to them as well. Yeah, which we're signed up to list on there. He just has to figure out how <laughs> and then let me know. Okay. And then I'll list on there. And what was that called again? Okay. It's um, district.net. And within district, you have your own storefront. Um, and theirs is one-stop shop. Okay. And uh, if yeah. you want to sell through them, all you got to do is apply and they'll review it and they'll approve you. And they have different categories, just like eBay, to where you can list your items and sell on there as well. I've never heard of that before. It's the newest fad uh, after whatnot. Oh, cool. <laughs> Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, so that brings me to another question here. What are some items that you look for to sell when you go to estate sales in particular? That's you. Yeah. Well, for me, my number one is silverware. My number two oh, is dishware and like anything housewares. Uh yeah, dishware, housewares. But silverware is number one. I think I have like over 5,000 pieces. Not listed. Not listed. <laughs> wow. We won't talk about how much she has listed. Yeah. And then um, knives and utensils, um, probably about three to 500 knives, probably about 100. Wow. 100 to 200 utensils um yeah i prefer like the older vintage toys um and then recently okay. i've gotten into die cast model cars and slot cars i'm really digging slot cars but you can't really find those anywhere but up here it's very hard to find any of that so i basically i'm an anything seller if i can find a good bargain on it i'll get it yeah we'll get it okay okay well I just saw uh, for this week's sale with Heirloom Treasures, they have a whole bunch of, uh, looks like Matchbox cars. So you mm. might uh, look at my page and check that out. They'll be selling Friday and Saturday in Talbot, Tennessee. That might be something you might be interested in. There was a whole bunch, even one of the old Super Wheels garage or something for your oh, cars. Nice. So, oh, yeah, I'll have to check yeah. that out nice yeah absolutely so so what you say in vintage toys that makes me think is that one of the hot items that's selling right now or, um, or what what is you, some of the hot items selling anytime you can get like vintage toys it, it is a hot item you know like the original he-man original star wars um furbies sell good um things like that they, they sell really good but for the most part 
um, probably one of the hottest thing is this week she sold a lot of Fostoria glass. Yeah. Uh, they've she's listed them and she's wow. had three or four different listings that sold mm -hmm. within forty eight hours. You know that that's really interesting because in the antique markets, the actual shop shops, Fostoria is dead at the door now. You can't give it away, and wow. the fact that it's selling so good on eBay is amazing. Uh, it's coming back to life. Yeah, I mean, I've sold the cream yeah. and sugar set, the sherbet glasses, the a huge punch, punch bowl, bowl with the base. Wow. Um, wine? Did I sell the wine glasses? The tumblers? Wow. Uh, no, I didn't sell the wine glasses. I just sent an offer on the wine glasses, but uh, and, and all yeah. that was basically free for us because we got invited to a uh, private pick of uh, a, a couple of brothers that were being evicted, and they had less wow. than twenty hours to vacate. So uh, we went up there, and we didn't really know the prices of Fostoria when we went, so we didn't really offer them as much as we probably should have. It's probably our fault for not doing the research. Well, and plus we bought it with a mound of other things. Yeah. And I think we only paid with the whole bundle of everything, I think was a hundred bucks. Yeah, something like that. And we already sold wow. the plates of Fostoria a couple of months ago and made our money back on that. Plus the trucks and cars wow. and stuff that we've sold. So everything is just pure wow. gravy right now. And, and also she did look some up while we were at the house. And the price of Fostoria wasn't there at the time. Plus, I sold a sterling for $50 from that lot. So, I mean, we were way into the profit off of the, that that one thing. Wow, that's great. Yeah. I'm going to start hanging around, yeah. around Christine more. Really? Hey, yeah. maybe, it'll, maybe, it'll, maybe it'll rev yeah. off. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do what, Scott? I was going to say, it sounds like Christina and Scott had the magic thumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, well, then, okay, so how how long did you all keep an item before you reduced the price on it to sell it? Okay, on, you know? on e e 24 hours. <laughs> okay, so on eBay, there's a suggestion that there's an algorithm out there that you have to meet to stay active to where they can keep your, your listings out there after 30 okay. days each listing renews and rumor has it once it renews if you don't change something in the listing it kind of falls down on the list so every 30 days mm. i end the listing and then i sell the sell similar on the listing and i adjust the price at least one penny so that way there's a change oh, okay. um, on the listing and it also lets us know how long we've had the item. So if it's six cents less than what we know we start out at, we know we've had it for six months. Yeah. Oh, That's wow. our mark. Okay. That's a good. And then there's also, there's, there's also offers out there that we'll, we'll send offers all day long. Yeah. Just, I mean, if somebody starts watching something, usually we won't send an offer within the first 24 hours. But after that, we'll send an offer and... Usually around 10% off. Somewhere. Yeah, between 5 and 10%. And, okay. you know, oh, because the, the, the thing is, you just want to move your inventory. That's right. a, that's right. our whole thing is move the inventory. Right. We have right. plenty of inventory to list. We have plenty of inventory already listed. Just move it. That's right. It's a fine line between reselling and hoarding. 
Okay. Okay. Fast nickel beats a slow dime. That's true. You could teach these thrift okay. shops down here that information. Everything you know, is donated. They, it's donated, but still they want more than retail price for it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. Well, everybody wants to maximize their dollars. And if they were to lower their price, would they still have enough inventory in the store to attract people? You got to do that, you know, check some balances there. That's well, true. Also, That's true. In my whole retail career, one of my favorite sayings, you can't sell air. That's true. So you got to keep your true. inventory boxes full. So if you're constantly moving your inventory, you're constantly keeping those inventory boxes full. You can't sell air. So mm -hmm. just keep it moving. Keep it full. Keep it going. You know, that that's the same thing that that's happens fair. in shops, too. If you don't move your inventory right. around, it goes stale and people don't yeah. see it. But if you go in and just what we call fluff it and just move it yeah. from left to right and that's it, mm -hmm. switch, your sales automatically go up. Yeah, yeah, you want to. Because some people can't see above four feet, so sometimes you have to move the stuff higher <laughs> than low, so some people can see. Well, also too, you want to keep your at like you want to keep your racetrack, your fresh goods, right? And you want to keep your fresh goods on the outside and start moving your discontinueds on the inside. So mm -hmm. you're, anyways, right. and then your clearance will be your last aisle, basically. Right. And then, um, well, I forgot I what else. Miss Retailer coming out there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Scott, you guys will have a storefront for long. Oh, no. I, no, not again. No, we, we did that in Not again. Not again. This went from a retailing podcast to a retail podcast. No. I'll so, guys, <laughs> is there anything that you wouldn't buy? Um, eBay has a Vero list, which is no-nos to list. Um, it's a huge long list. And if you go to eBay, you can just uh, do a search on Vero. It's extremely long. There's a uh, Mary Kay you're not supposed to sell. A lot of people still sell it. Um, I won't because it's not worth my time. It's to, to right. try to sell something and, and get suspended or something. But it's a huge list. Um Medical supplies, I won't sell because that's another no-no. And she's gotten on to me too many times about buying dirty things. Yes, because I got to clean everything and I'm not cleaning. I'm glad <laughs> you clarified that. Like, what about this? I'm like, too dirty. Put it down. Oh, Dwayne, my mind was wondering there too when he said dirty things. I thought, oh, <laughs> no, like needs to be physically cleaned. It's okay. dirty. <laughs> okay. We need to okay. Dwayne, make a note. We need to remember these guys, Tammy. <laughs> they sell dirty things. <laughs> so, uh, how far would you travel for an estate sale as far as hours or miles? It depends. If the pictures are posted and we see a lot of things that we like, there's no limit, really. Um, we got, well, <laughs> we got family in Florida, uh, family in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, and up in Kentucky. So if we see a really good one, we can always use it as an excuse to go visit family. But for the most part, about an hour. 
would you would you ever ask your family to pick for you when you're not there? No. <laughs> no. No. That's my no. family too. I would I would ask another picker. Um, because as a matter of fact, we we know someone that's up around Cincinnati, uh, Mac. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fast talking flipper that was at a uh, estate sale and there was a whole huge box of silverware for four dollars. So oh, I asked wow. him to go ahead and pick it up for her and and we'll get it when we meet him up, meet up with him again. Yep. So I have silverware okay. in Cincinnati right now for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We have to call you the Silver Queen. Okay. Yes, that's my nickname, the Silverware Queen. And, and that kind of leads into go. it that there's more than enough for everybody out there. Um, True. And in this case, it, it, like she's got a cousin in New Jersey that's tr that's. I don't know if he's well, already moved or not, but he's trying to downsize. We couldn't go there to help go through and see what we wanted to resell. So we reached out to like five or six other YouTube resellers and asked them to see if they wanted to go and pick themselves. Because why should we just turn it down and not tell anybody when there's opportunity for somebody else to, to benefit from it? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. So you've been in the industry for about, what you say, four years? About that, yeah. Have you seen the trends change in four years as far as what's selling and prices things are selling for? Um, yeah, kind of a little bit. Um, there's increase of prices with like fads. Anytime a new movie comes out that's related to something, um, it'll spike a little bit, but then it'll nosedive. Um, pricing on shipping through eBay's definitely increased. But for the most part, it on eBay itself, it, it's it's kind of holding steady. Um, thrift stores, yeah, there's been a spike. Well, I heard there was a huge spike in Barbie over the summer. Did you all capitalize on the Barbie movement? When we were at the 127 sale, this lady <laughs> was asking astronomical prices for Barbies. Oh, yeah, yeah. that and one lady. It was soon yeah. after the Barbie movie came out, and it was ridiculous how much she was asking for. And the clothes, too. Yeah. She just, the, the clothing. Alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that's her product. Clothing, you can get more than you can some of the dolls. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. so have you, have you uh, seen the economy affect the reselling industry any? Has it helped it or hurt it? Both. Um, oh. During COVID, there was a lot of necessities that was being purchased through eBay. Uh, because you couldn't get out as much to go buy your own necessities. Um, and it kind of tailored off on the other items. Um, since I actually think COVID was actually beneficial overall, because it taught the generation that was scared to get on the internet and scared to put their credit card on the internet to purchase things, it taught them it was a new way of life for them. So now it's to open those avenues up to where they were exposed to it because they were forced into it to where now it's kind of a go-to for them now. Yeah. So in a way, more. I think it's opened up more avenues for people who were reluctant to use it before. People buy more on eBay now than they ever did yeah, before. I think so. I can because a lot so. of people thought it was just auctions. They didn't even know about the buy it now. They didn't, mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. thought it was just, mm -hmm. oh, well, it's just auction stuff. It's just this, that. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, in the that. estate sale world, we get a lot of people who, referred to state sales as auctions when are you going to have the auction when you have yeah. the auction or we'll have people mm -hmm. come up and say 
is the is the whole house open? Can we go through? So the people really need to be educated on what reselling is and how to how to go out and buy stuff because yeah. they're not used to buying estate sales and auctions and eBay and things. So I think you're right. I think it has helped them to venture out and be able to do more things. So I really do. So, uh, Absolutely. So, what is the most interesting item that you all have ever sold? That's a good question. That's you. The first one was <laughs> more her, but kind of mutual, I guess. She found uh, thirty-nine pieces of Cutco uh, flatware at the at the, the thrift store for twenty dollars well, a piece. Would you call that interest? That's just silverware. That's not really interesting. It's interesting as far as the money goes. <laughs> but we we had them for I less than eight hours. That eight dollars and twenty-five cents turned into a thousand. I give up with with these guys. The answer to everything wow. is silverware, silverware, well, silverware. We love silverware. Uh oh, what's he got there? Well, so the most interesting item would be a um, space shuttle trophy. We got the, the trophy from um, a good friend of mine. Her sister passed away, and just before her sister passed away, her brother-in-law, the sister's husband, passed away. And he used to work for uh, NASA uh, in Florida. And he got this one trophy, and it was the space shuttle. And it was probably about this big. And... Um, I don't, was it like a pewter? It was like pewter or brass or something. Yeah. And it was real nice, real heavy. And um, I can, this is one similar. This is an acrylic one. And we have quite a few of these. This is the acrylic one. But the space shuttle on this one is That's beautiful. Exactly how. The other one was, mm -hmm. but it didn't have the acrylic and it was huge. So like a 3D image. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was okay. an actual, yeah, 3D space shuttle. Space shuttle. Oh, that's awesome. That sold for seven hundred dollars. Wow. Now he's got the story on it. Um wow. we had another one of these acrylic <laughs> ones that was listed on eBay that was a little bit bigger, and it was months later that this gentleman sent me a message saying that the awards that we had he actually worked with the gentleman that had his name on the trophies yeah the, and the space shuttle one yeah and he said mm -hmm. that uh there was only a handful of people that actually received that award that you had to actually be in the control room 25 of the there was only 25 oh, made ever wow and he said you had to be in the control room wow. at the time of a certain launch in order to have received that award so we thought it was rare but we didn't realize it was one of 25. yeah otherwise we could have gotten a lot more wow. out of it probably so. yeah <laughs> yeah well, that was the coolest thing we've ever sold and these we do have so, i think one more listed in this one. Oh, cool those are very nice okay so are those items what, now? what do you have that listed for 
this one's not listed yet because it's broken. We're we're keeping the really gotta put the base. We're keeping the demand a little higher on it by listing one at a time. Um, we don't want to make it list more than one and show that there's more than one out there to keep the price down. Okay. We want to keep them as rare as possible. And I think the other one is a little bit smaller. Yeah, I think it's listed for three fifty. I thought it was two. It might be two hundred. I don't know somewhere there. Yeah, something like that. That's very interesting. So Mm -hmm. I've heard you all talk about you sold silverware for $1,000. Is that the most you've made from one item selling? I think so. Well, the silverware was actually a group of Cutco. It was 39 pieces, but it was one sell. Okay. Um, okay. The one item was that trophy, of course, of $700. But I did actually sell a original Star Wars figure of Yoda for $275. Those, those are all rare. very impressive. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very impressed. I, I don't resell, so I'm very interested, very impressed with all this. Don't get us wrong. There's a lot of uh, $10 and $15 items in there, a lot. But yeah, you've been in it long <laughs> enough, and you'll, you'll have some good sales. Yeah. Right. Let me finish Tammy's okay. question. She don't resell this week. But the more she thinks about this, she'll be out there, you know, bringing stuff in, not, not letting her husband see it, just sneaking it in the house, you know. Well, silverware takes a very little, um, a little footprint. Yeah, little footprint, very little uh, inventory space. You got me wanting to buy silverware now. Silverware should take up a little bit of space, but when you have 8,000 pieces, it's not so little space. <laughs> yeah. You, and you need I, a new building just and, for silverware. So yeah. After after this yes. video, Tammy will be wanting to see a how-to sell on eBay video. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, I'll, I'll, I definitely need that. But before we move on, I want to ask about all these silverware. Are they, are they already matched, Christina? Or do you have to sit down and look at the names or look at the designs and match it all up? What, what's the process? Um, I sit down and have to match it all up. Usually oh, a lot of times oh, I will oh, buy, um, the cases worth where it's still in the box and the case and all that. And, um, so I can get lucky that way, but sometimes you'll just buy a bag of mixed silverware and then I have stuff like this. Oh my. I just oh, brought one Lord. out. This is forks. These are just leftover forks. Like this one right here, I can tell you is Astro. And this will sell really well. I already sold. Oh, I've had that before. Okay. Yeah. And these will I've sell, the I think it's like a $19.99, between $16.99 and $19.99 for the five place setting, five piece place setting. But I only have the fork left. But um, after you match them up or whatever, and then I just have this left over. And then as I get more, I'll separate them and sort them. And then, like, I don't know. I just have my own little routine. I'm sure everybody will have their own routine. But when you have 6,000 pieces or whatever, you just get your 
I thing think Tammy's just had her first big wow moment for the night. She's just totally standing on the silverware. Uh, yes, yes, Christina is the silverware queen. That that makes me <laughs> like cringe and have anxiety right oh. there. Now, now no, Christina, I what if? Yeah, I was going to say, what if what if I picked up silverware and I did not know, couldn't see the name, didn't know what it is? Is there a way to identify these? Yep, you go to um, replacements.com and you can just um, okay. take a picture and then um, use that to filter through and find the match. And then that just tells you. And then you take that, that information that you find, go to eBay, and then you do your comps. It usually tells so you the measure you and the uh, uh, pattern. Mm -hmm. Does that give you a value okay. of it? It'll give you the value that they sell it for, but you Is just it like take China. Yeah, it'll tell like you China. China. It'll tell you silver. It'll tell you dishware, collectibles. Um, wow! But just, just because they have a price on something doesn't mean it's going to go for that. Um, yeah, you you got to look at what somebody's willing to pay for it. Okay, that's good. Okay, cool. There, there you is. go. That's very there informative. Is. Yes. And then very once good. you say, I hit that little camera. Uh huh. There's your four options. It's not going to come in because it's so bright. Yeah. Wow. Well, oh, okay. Well, it turns on the brightness, maybe. Well, anyways, it gives you thing. four options. Yeah. China dinnerware, crystal glassware, silver flatware, and collectibles. You can search by picture wow. any of those, um, those items. Well, I know what they yeah, It's free for now, but I'm sure eventually they might wind up charging because everybody does. everyone's going to be using Christina. it. So. Using it. Yeah. I, know, I know one thing, Christina. What? Next time we have a family get together, a picnic, I know who's bringing the silverware. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because uh, my daughter is deployed right now um, down around the border, and they're not provided with a whole lot of utensils or anything like that. They're staying in a hotel room. So one of the things that she said that they were short on was silverware. So we have plenty of it. So we packaged some up and sent it down to her. Yeah. Great. Oh, good. <laughs> wonderful. That's wonderful. And Tammy, do you know what the secret to success is as far as sorting silverware? Oh, Ooh, no. What? Sit, sit, sit beer. in the floor with, oh, beer. You know, like on the. Uh, oh, really? What, okay. Oh, where he the dollar bill in front of the guy. I dangle a beer in front of her. <laughs> and then I'm yeah. in the power. Oh, whatever it takes, Scott. Whatever it takes. Yep. <laughs> I, I thought you was going to say sitting in the floor, turning a good movie on the yes. TV or something. And just watching well, the, it while the crazy thing the is she might sell a $50 fork, but she'll yeah. drink $50 with a beer. Oh, my. <laughs> you mean you mean $50 for... You bad here. Okay, you really meant $50 for a lot of forks, right? A group in the forks? No, one wow. fork. She sold for 50 One fork. One, one fork. Wow. Wow. You Unbelievable. Sold one for 75, didn't you? Yeah, I've also sold one fork for seven for 70 something, I think. I've actually sold what one was the fork name? that was stainless or yes, yeah, stainless. I've sold a stainless fork for fifty dollars as well. Wow. 
So it's not it just even cost. It wouldn't even cost that much on replacements, would it? Mm -mm. I guess. Uh, <laughs> what was Southern that one? Southern about. Living? Yeah, I don't know. I think and, it was Southern Living. And now these, oh, these, uh, this, the silverware you're selling. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the silverware you're selling. It's not vintage, is it? Uh, some is, some isn't. Most of the most of the higher dollar ones okay. are vintage. Okay, cool. Yeah. And a lot of most of the high dollar ones, uh, Oneida, mm -hmm. WM Rogers, International yes. Sterling. Mm. What's the other? International Silver. Or International Silver, not Sterling. International Silver. Mm -hmm. So your highest price items. Are, your highest priced items are Sterling Silver, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. Okay, that's one. That's interesting. Very okay. interesting. It is. Okay. I'm going to add one comment to that. I know I jumped out of turn here. Tammy was getting ready to, or Dwayne was getting ready to ask something, but um, yep. the silverware you were mentioning, and you may have known this, but if not, it's a trivia. Uh, Rogers Brothers had two different companies, which you probably knew. And then they also bought international silver at one point. And they were also affiliated and went in halves with a company with an English company. And I totally forgot the name of that company. Do you know what the English company was? Is it Edwards and uh, Holmes and no? Edwards. But it, seemed like all, it seemed like all of those silver plated companies ended up coming into one because Rogers was acquiring everything back in the day. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's I mean, Rogers and Roberts, which is yeah. still the same. And William Rogers. Right. And then you and got Rogers, the Rogers and Brothers. And brothers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's well, yeah. I was so no matter, confused when I started learning about that. Yeah. If you see Rogers or Roberts, it's still the same. It doesn't, it's, yeah. Yeah. doesn't matter. It's, right. it's still the same. And, and she's all self-taught probably in the last nine months just on silver. Mm -hmm. wow. That's when she really started getting into it. Yeah. Do I, sorry, great. I interrupted you. Wow. Oh, I, I was getting ready to ask you Yeah. No, no, I think, I think Tammy was, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I was, I was getting ready to say, yeah, this is all interesting, but do you all find your best deals at, at estate sales or, or garage sales? Um, That's you. <laughs> as, as far as our max profit, when we find things at garage sales and yard sales, probably that. But we can find more things more consistent at an estate sale. It's just our return of investment is not quite as high from a estate sale than a yard sale. Right. Hmm. Right. But if the quality is better, you could get a better price. Right. Correct. Correct. Okay. Okay. I know that uh, back in our days when we did a lot of estate sales, uh, I had to run a lot of people out of dumpsters. Okay. <laughs> so my next question would be, uh, have you guys ever dumpster dived for anything? <laughs> We've never really had to resort to that yet. There is no yet for me. I will not. <laughs> because we, we've been so fortunate on the things that we find. 
Um, there was a time I did go in a dumpster, but it wasn't like a uh, food and nasty kitchen trash. No, no. Um, it was a hoarder's home that they had began throwing anything and everything in the house into this uh, huge dumpster. And then I was invited to come over and I noticed what they had in the mm -hmm. house. And I decided to open up the side of the, the dumpster and go into the dumpster and see what else I could find. Okay. I know <laughs> uh, most of the time when we have a dumpster on site, it's really not dirty as far as food and stuff. It's usually mm -hmm. just a lot of items and a lot of broken glass and stuff like that. And that normally why we run people out of the dumpster is we don't want them to get hurt or cut. Yeah. So if it wasn't for that, we'd say go for it. You know, go. When I was working for FedEx, uh, <laughs> one of our routes was uh, Melbourne Beach on the opposite side of you guys where you're at now. And on Thursdays was always trash day, which was always large item trash day as well. So we usually argued who, who got to do that route that day because we called it treasure day because we'd be going down the road in our FedEx truck. And if we saw something really nice on the side of the road, we'd throw it in the back of the FedEx truck and then drop it off at our house before we went back to the terminal. <laughs> I think we've all done that. Yeah. You know, it was funny when he brought up dumpster diving. It wasn't dumpster diving, but at a thrift, we pulled up to a thrift store yesterday. And there was a box sitting on the ground in front of their dumpster where we parked. And I went over there and I looked in it and there were some really good stuff. And I, my mind was going in circles like, okay, is it wrong to take this from a charity? And Dwayne said, Daryl, don't even think about it. Walk away. <laughs> Just walk away. <laughs> you, you, know, oh, it you say that, but... You know, don't be hesitant to look into the free pile at yard sales. She finds some pretty oh, good yeah. stuff in the free piles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, true. Um, actually, yeah, I found, yeah, I forgot what it was, but I sold something that I found for free for, was it 50 bucks one time? Oh, wow. Yeah. 30 or 50? I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We know that negotiations goes on all the time at estate sales and yard sales and garage sales. What's your best negotiating line, Scott? I don't really negotiate a whole lot. At estate sales, I one time I did with Jeff and Nelly because I was basically out of money and I was buying basically a whole wall full of model cars and die casts, but I still oh, gave a fair oh, price. Yeah. Um, but estate sales, I don't. You know, it's everybody's prerogative what they want to ask for um, the item. I know the money's actually going back to the family as well. So mm -hmm. either I like the price or I don't. I don't get mad if it's overpriced. I don't get frustrated. It's it's the company's responsibility to make the most money for the family. So how can you hate somebody for for pricing as high as they can and getting the most out of it? True. Um, at a yard sale, I. Very rarely, because we find good things anyway, but when I do negotiate, I'll just throw on a price and just say, this is the best I could do if they don't like it. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Or I do the turn around and walk away method. You give them a price and start walking away and they usually call you back. Yeah. Right. I know we have a lot of people who actually tried to negotiate and they would just try to get low ball as low as they could. Yeah. And my favorite response to that would be, this isn't Dollar Tree, it's down the street. 
<laughs> and they would just look at you like, do what? I, I'm but willing yeah. to bet probably 50%, if not more, the customers that go to estate sales are resellers. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> just from what we saw in the industry. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But yeah. Dwayne had another one when somebody was trying to Jew him down at a sale. If he knew him by name, he would take their hand and say, now, Bob, for example, now, Bob, look at this. You know it's worth a lot more than that. And then they would buy it every time. Every time. <laughs> I don't know what it, it just did something in their mind like, oh, I'm, I'm really being a cheapskate here. It's really worth a lot more than that. Yeah. I mean, right. I don't get mad even at yard sales. You know, it's, I have my prerogative that I could list whatever I want and put whatever price I want on it on eBay. So you should have the same right at your yard sale or estate sale to put whatever price you want right. on it. Yeah. Either I mean, you like it or you skip past it. Yeah. And what, when we did estate sales, we would try to price things like 30% below the fair market value. That way it would give resellers a chance to buy it and make profit and it would give the common person a good buy. And yeah. so when they would come in and try to do us even down lower, it was like, you want us to just give it to you? What do you yeah. want? So, and it, they, they would just walk away after that, right? or they'd buy it. So, what you address? Well, I guess to split this, split your board right down the middle, Scott and Christine. Because this question is each of you all separately, because from what I'm seeing, you both buy totally different types of things. Even though I did hear through the grapevine that you were starting, that Christine was starting to buy tools of all things. But, uh, okay, yeah. with that screen split. If you had the day to spend at a good auction or a um, an estate sale or going to a bunch of community yard sales, where would you spend your day for what you buy? Where would you go picking for that day? And why? Is this Don't look at me. It's separate answers. Uh, is this with the caveat of <laughs> it having no, items that you like and it's like the equal number of Places? Sure, okay. it's, it's fair ground. Yes, you first. No, he asked <laughs> I'm still thinking. <laughs> um, I know it's not, I know estate sales are open later, so I'm gonna cheat a little bit and say I hit the yard sales very mm -hmm. early, and then hit the estate sales and auctions are usually in the evening, and then hit the auction that night. Is that is that a fair answer? <laughs> <laughs> Not really, because Tammy could Tammy could even tell you people come to an estate sale, and many times they'll stay there four or five hours. Yeah, mm -hmm. you've seen on Tammy. Oh yeah, I have. Yes, but well, yeah, people to, love yeah. it. They want to. They keep shopping and hoping you'll give them good deals. <laughs> Just making that pile bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, Honestly, I like your though, answer, I think I Scott. Hitting a yard sale all day. Yeah, different yard sales. See, that's where I'm thinking. Oh, I okay. would probably go to the community yard sales first. <laughs> She's copying you, Scott. No, because be a leader, not a follower. The estate. It's got to riding together. <laughs> the estate sales, I can catch it on the last day and get the cheaper prices. Okay. Well, that's a very the community that's yard good, sales. Yep. I'd rather go there on the first day because it's the community. If you didn't put the word community in there, I'd probably say estate sale first, but you said community. 
So that's where you got me. Well, and then the options, I'd probably pass because I think that the community and then the estate sales, and then I would probably do the auctions either last or pass. Okay. Okay. That's pretty fair. Pretty fair. I get well, however, I anxiety we, at auctions. But we did an estate sale a couple of years ago in Bluff City, and we had over 30 sets of silverware. Oh, so she would have just came in and bought them on left. She wouldn't have been there oh, all day. You would have been, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I spent hours matching up all those sets. Wow. Oh, well, I can believe it. <laughs> oh, where were you at, Tammy? <laughs> Uh, no, that's not my thing. But Christina is the is the queen for that. Ah, I loved it. Speaking of clean, See? would you guys ever consider doing cleanouts for estate sale companies? If we had the space, for sure. Yeah, I, I would, but we have no space right now. Um, we're basically operating out of a uh, twelve by twenty eight shed and a six by ten enclosed trailer. Uh, the shed's pretty full with everything we got listed, and then and the, the twin bedroom behind us well, that si yeah silverware that and is my silverware room. But we don't really have well, the space. Silverware chest, okay. <laughs> we don't really let have me, the space to bring it out and spread it out and go through it all, so right. it wouldn't be of much justice to do that. Yeah. Right. Let me go back to the other question for a second. Daryl and I was talking to another reseller earlier before we got on here. And that person told us that she loved going to uh, like the thrift stores and charity stores and things like that on the days of big estate sales because everybody went to the estate sales and nobody was shopping <laughs> the thrift stores. And she could get better bargains right. at the thrift stores. So she would go to the thrift stores instead of the estate sales. Well, here in Greenville, you're not going to get any deals at all because the thrift stores here, they're not reasonably priced. I was going to say, she's not in this town. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do have a church thrift store that's a little bit of a honey hole for her. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's incredible as far as uh, kitchenware goes. Yeah, I'll get whole dishware sets for five bucks. Didn't I see you find, yeah. what, not watching a video of you in that store and you found Cutco yeah. one day? Because you were sitting in the floor going through a box, a tote, and you hollered, Cutco. <laughs> That one was. Um, oh, that's the second one. Yeah, that was that's the second one. We Goodwill here. They I don't think they're allowed to put knives on the shelves, so they throw all their knives in like a twenty-five gallon tote and they tape it all up. Oh wow! And they sell the the twenty-five gallon tote for twenty-five dollars. Um, the last one we got was eighty-five pounds, and wow. we paid twenty-five dollars for it. And right off the bat, we pulled uh, four Cutco out of it, and they're worth about one hundred twenty. And we've already sold those. Yeah, but I think he's talking about the. Wow. So we did that it, video, and then we it looked did like a, a small video. store. A real yeah, small it was store. in the Goodwill, and then we brought the the little tote out to the the car. Right. And we went through it in the back of the car. Yes. And it had that the four Cutco in it. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was in Goodwill, in Elizabethan. Wow. Yep. We've been very, very fortunate when it comes to Cutco. Some people's never seen it. They've never seen it out in the wild. Um, and we've been very, very fortunate. There's no complaints. If we no. don't see any more ever again, then we've we've got our share fair share. Oh yeah. We're will the will the will the eBay sales ever drop on Cutco as people find it? No, I don't think so. 
um, because it's lifetime replacement. And the only way you can get it now is through eBay. And I don't even think they go door to door anymore, but that's the only way you get it before it was door to door. Wow. No, I, I think, think they still sell, sell it. it. Okay. They yeah, still they still sell, sell it. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. My niece bought a big Ooh. set the other day. Yeah. You can still get it. Yeah. I think my yeah. massage therapist sold it. Yeah. It's yeah. like $1,700 to $3,000. Yeah. Plus. Very expensive. Wow. I mean, I think they start around $1,700. Mm-hmm. Very and that's hard to find it anyway, um, and that's why the the price stays where it is because nobody ever wants to get rid of it once they get it. So buying it used keeps the value up because there's not as much out there being uh, that's being sold used. That's true. That's true. Okay. Okay. Wow. Well, on on a different note, what Scott and Christina, what do you think makes a good reseller? Ooh, that's a toughie. There's not really anything. It, it all depends on how you see yourself. You don't have to sell thousands and thousands of dollars to be a good reseller. You don't have to, you know, pay your bills with it. It's it's sell within your means. And I feel like that a good reseller is somebody who can make a profit off of something. You don't have to make the big money and you don't have to sell thousands of dollars a week. I just it's think true. a good reseller is somebody that can turn a profit off of something that they buy. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Okay. I agree that, yeah. that makes sense. Well, so what advice would you all give, like say me, somebody that's never resold anything? What advice would you give to me if, if I wanted to start selling? Don't do it. No, I'm just joking. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, all it's... Right. it's Oh. It's extremely rewarding. Um, track. Yes. Track whatever you're. Keep, make sure you keep an inventory system. Yeah. Um, okay. It's very liberating too, but stay within your means. Um, and I would say if you're going to go out and get into it, make sure you go out and you purchase or source items that you enjoy. Because if you don't enjoy it, you, you're going to be less often want to list it. Um, well, first you have to find what's going to sell. Yeah. Then you can do what you enjoy. Find what you enjoy that sells. Yeah. But first you have to find what's selling that you can. Because she has all these plates and stuff. I don't enjoy it. So it's hard for me to grab these plates and stuff like that and list it. So make sure you find stuff that you actually enjoy first, but stay within your your means as far as your money that you're allocating. Right. It, it's it's. I don't know how to really say. Like I didn't know it's, I was going to enjoy selling plates and silverware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and also don't swing for the fences all for. Right oh no! Gate. Yeah. No. You know, start off within your means. You know, whether it's twenty dollars on your first purchase, twenty dollars a week, whatever. And build it from there. And then eventually you'll be able to make the huge purchases, yep. which is more beneficial. But And you have to build your feedback. Yeah. Too. On eBay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And start with right. things okay. as well. Yeah. Okay. Good answer. Yes. Um, 
Now, how, how would I know what's kind of hot out there selling real good in eBay? Is there like a list maybe in eBay somewhere or? Sometimes that, on Google, like you can, you can Google like the top items of 2023 or something like that. It's going to be a little, little skewed because all the money laundry that goes through with uh, beanie bears. Um, but oh. for the most part, they'll give you a list, but you want to look at your um, uh, sell through rate, which is how many items that are listed compared to how many sold. Um, the closer you get one to one, or if it's one to five, that's really good. But if you have a hundred items listed and a hundred items sold, that's really good. Um, so the higher the sell through rate, the more okay. chance of you selling it. So you know that you can spend $5 on this to make 20. And also another way would to uh, research YouTube resellers yeah. and see what they're selling. Okay. It's, it's funny she says that because uh, when she was still working and I was kind of laid up, she come home okay. and I was sitting there watch, watching all these YouTube resellers. And she was, uh, you know, hey, babe, what are you doing? And my answer was research. <laughs> I would watch their what sold videos and see what they sold and <laughs> and learned a lot from that because I could see what was actually being sold instead of having to try to do the research myself. Yeah. Well, well, I just did what you said, Scott. Mm -hmm. Does anyone want to take a shot at what the best selling item on eBay was for 2023? The single item? According to Google. According to Google. Um, I would probably guess it's some kind of electronic. Electronics has the top three spots. Number one yep. was smartphones. I mean, smart watches. Uh, number two was screen protectors and accessories to your phones. Ooh. And number three was Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then followed wow. by clothes, hoodies, and different types of clothes. So that's wow. interesting. Every but category I has. And I haven't sold hardly none of that. <laughs> well, every category has its downsides too, because like electronics, yeah, yeah they might be the top sellers, but it's also the highest return rate as well. Right. Yeah. Followed yeah. by clothing, because a lot of people buy clothing and either have buyer's remorse, so they don't like it, or it doesn't fit right, and then they return it. True. Or they wear it one time to a party and then yeah. they send it back. Yeah. Wait, wait a second. So you're saying if 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 you buy clothing from eBay, you can return it? I always thought it was just like you know you buy it, it's yours. You can return items. So oh, yeah. eBay has different categories. Um, they have people who will accept returns, but the buyer has to pay for shipping. And then they have okay. uh, a category that's uh, or not category uh, sellers that are top rated plus, which offer free returns. And that's what we are. And it's because you pretty much have to. They have um, buyer protection. So at any given time, you can argue the fact that it wasn't what you ordered and go to eBay and continue the argument and eBay will still give them their money back. So why go through the argument and hurt your profile over a $15 shirt? It's just the price right. of doing business. Well, well all this talk yeah. about YouTube and things led into the good segue to the next question here, which I'm going to come, kind of combine here. We introduced you guys as Trading Post Pickers. That means you must have a YouTube page or YouTube podcast. So you want to tell us about it? 
and um, tell us Let's, a little bit about your reselling business there. <laughs> yeah, we um, we're on most of the platforms. It's uh, Trading Post Pickers on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, and then on Instagram and YouTube as well, her ID is Mrs. Trading Post. So, um, but I don't know how to use my Instagram yet, <laughs> but we try, uh, I'm, I've been falling off a little bit, but on Tuesdays we tried to, um, put our top 10 sales of the week and then we put in our, one of our worst sales for the week. So you can see both sides of it. It's not always, you know, biscuits and gravy up here, you know, sometimes right. you got to eat a raw egg, but, um, <laughs> but it's, and then I'm, Fridays, uh, we try to do some kind of sourcing video, whether it's a thrift store, yard sale, um, an estate sale, or if we just happen to open up the trailer and have to source out of our own death pile. Oh, good. I got plenty in there. And, and Tammy, they call it death piles because it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And <laughs> a lot of times people don't get through it. Some people call it profit piles, but it's a death pile. Okay. In other words, you'll be dead before you get through it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be the death of me. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, great. Wonderful. Well, guys, I'd recommend that you go to Trading Post Pickers and like and subscribe to their YouTube page there so you can catch all their wonderful finds and buys they get out there and sales they make. And also, while you're at it, don't forget to like and subscribe to Air Ready, Set, Stay, Sell. Facebook page so you can keep track of us. We thank you guys for joining us tonight. Anybody got any more questions for us? Oh, I'd like to say first yeah. off, as far as subscribing, it's free. And for what you three are doing right now yes. for the estate sale business, you guys are doing it out of the kindness of your own heart. You're not making any money off of this at all. You're just helping everybody else out there. And that's very commendable on your part to be doing these videos to help benefit everybody else and not see a dime on of it. So that's, we appreciate you guys. Yes. Very, very much. Well, thank you guys. We appreciate that. Well, does that mean, does that mean when yeah, you get that it. invoice for appearing here, you're not going to pay it? <laughs> 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 Just kidding guys. We, we really enjoyed you guys, <laughs> but I really we thought we were getting paid. And yeah. it was so nice to meet Tammy. Absolutely. Oh, is she not wonderful? She, she is, is. She is. Can't wait she to meet works, her in person. Well, she worked so hard behind the scenes to keep oh, us in line. You're, I mean, you all are so sweet. Pleasure. Thank you. We'll be stuck it's, on something, and she'll it's a say, pleasure "Oh my God, meet, there you go, making you me laugh know. again." <laughs> well, guys, again, we thank you, and uh, hopefully, we're, we can have you back soon. For another again. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Anytime, guys. We're, we're yeah. up for I would, I would love to have awesome. them back. Yeah. Anytime. Sure. Okay. All well, right. Maybe, we'll, maybe okay. we'll go picking with you and we'll just sit back and do some recording while you're picking. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. 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 Sounds great. Tammy, you want to give us a rundown on what's the estate sales? Mm -hmm. There are uh, this uh, this week that I, so far that I can tell on my list, there is uh, the estate sales have come back this week because last week a lot of them had to be postponed because of the bad weather. So there are at least nine or 10 estate sales. That does not count the two or three um, in-person auctions and the ongoing weekly 
Facebook live auctions. So um, this week coming up, we have uh, sales in different cities. We've got Willow Creek who will be having their sale that starts Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. This is January 25th, 26th, and 27th. And it is uh, at 408 Robin Road, Bristol, Tennessee. And then we also have the Hidden Treasures Virginia branch. This is Debbie and Doug Robinson, a sweet married couple that run this, this company. And they are having their sale Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, their hours are 10 to 3 on all those days. Um, they're, but they're having a sale at 1151 Stone Brews. I don't know if that's a street, a drive. I don't know. It's called Stone Brews, all one word, Lebanon, Virginia. Uh, we've got Southern Bells. They're having a sale that's going to be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Their sale is at 133 Eagle View Private Drive, Bluntville, Tennessee. We also have Cassandra and Melissa, their sisters. They run the Heirloom Treasures Estate Group. And their sale will be Friday and Saturday coming up in Talbot, Tennessee. I don't have any more information where they're located yet. Um, we have the estate chicks that everybody loves. And all Kelly would tell me is tell people it's in Johnson City. And that will be Friday and Saturday, I believe, with Kelly's. Um, we have Simply Quaint with Wendy, Wendy Stout. Wendy's parents are Pat and Jerry. They own P&J Antiques, downtown Kingsport. So Wendy used to do sales with her mom and dad. And now Wendy has, Wendy's branched out maybe about a year or so ago. Wendy has her own company called Simply Quaint. And Wendy will be having a sale Friday and Saturday. Her sale will be at 2116 Eastwood Avenue in Kingsport. And that is located right near where Scobies used to be. For all of you Kingsport people that live in Kingsport that are familiar with Scobies, that's where a windy sale will be close by. We also have a group called Trail Antiques and Estate Sale Services. And they're going to have a sale that will be going Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And their sale is at 17 Wyandotte Avenue West, Big Stone Gap, Virginia. And, of course, Outland Estate will be having a sale Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And it will be somewhere in Kingsport. But Saturday, they're also going to finish up with their half day off sale from the sale they did the week before and that will be at 6490 Chucky Pike in Chucky Tennessee and we also have um, a group that does sales they're uh, located more down in Knoxville they do sales from the Knoxville area to Chattanooga and I guess kind of in between and they're called Golden Girls Golden Girls Estate Sales, and they're going to have a sale Saturday and Sunday located in Chattanooga. And they have some beautiful items. I, all these all these groups that I've mentioned are in my group, my estate sale group called Northeast Tennessee. 
estate sale treasures and you can find all these pictures and pictures of the auctions and everything and i don't know about nelly i have looked at nelly's page right before we came on and nelly still is not advertising so i don't know if nelly's sale will be this week or next week but we love nelly and that's what i have so far yes we do we yeah <laughs> i know that's wonderful yes well on behalf of all of the estate sale companies they love their resellers so y'all keep supporting yes. them yes oh, yeah absolutely sure. yes yes sure. yes yes okay i think we've covered all the bases now so let's wind this up and we'll see y'all next week again a surprise <laughs> guest there you go yes, yes. surprise company yes yeah so we'll Absolutely. be back to the estate sales next week and it will be very different okay thank you thanks guys for tuning in we'll see you next week bye-bye thank, thank you thank you thank you tabby bye. thank you Dwayne. thanks guys thank you.